Hey, Frog fans. Welcome back to Talking Frogs podcast, episode number five. I'm your host, Jamie Plunkett, here in the Flying T studios with some very special guests this afternoon, the founders of the Flying T club and two very familiar basketball faces as well, Eddie Lampkin, Emmanuel Miller, that's Jeff Patman, and Chess Williams. Thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast today. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. So we're going to start with Jeff and Chess, and I just want to hear from you guys a little bit about the origin story of the Flying Tea Club, which, for those of you that don't know, is one of the more prominent NIL collectives that TCU currently has going. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of you guys. Obviously, you've uh, partnered with Frogs today here at the Flying Tea Studios. So tell me a little bit about the origin story for, for Flying Tea. Sure. Well, thanks for having us. We're excited to be here. Um, you know, I'd, I'd just say the Flying Tea Club, really, I'd say started probably in the late uh, August of last year. Uh, right before football season started, we were um, getting ready for the first football game and, and talked to Coach Patterson and wanted to get his thoughts on, you know, getting some kind of NIL organization put together, which he was in support of. And so um, he, he uh, had his uh, uh, the guy heading that up for him, Todd Wright, reached out to us in uh, late August. And so uh, we moved pretty quick on it, I do have to say. So we uh, had lunch with Todd and uh, – Quickly reached out to a bunch of our friends. One of the first persons I reached out to was Chess on this thing. And uh, Chess really helped me get going and, and kind of put a game plan together. You want to maybe yeah. mention about kind of next steps? Well, one thing I think it's helpful also is just to kind of tell you who we are. You know, yeah. And so uh, we're both second-generation frogs. My mom and dad went to TCU. My dad grew up in Fort Worth. My mom down in the Valley. Uh, I went, you know, obviously, obviously went to TCU. My wife went to TCU, and I have a son at TCU, so – we're pretty passionate about the school and really bleed purple small, you know, uh, fun fact is super frog and Patman have never been seen in the same room together at the same time. So I don't know. He's <laughs> very, he's interesting. A, yeah, very interesting. Right. Guy, but he's, we're, we're very passionate about, about TCU and especially athletics. And so when all this stuff kind of started coming around, we just, we scrambled and said, we got to figure something out. And so that's, that's kind of the genesis of it. And we can talk a little bit more about, you know, how that came along and where we ended up. So, Emmanuel and Eddie, for you guys, when you started to get involved with Flying T and, and other NIL opportunities that you have, for talk, tell me a little bit about what the benefit is for student-athletes to get involved with NIL organizations. Um, first of all, it's, it's a blessing. Uh, you get experience and to, to meet new people, uh, not only with the athletes, uh, but with uh, alumni all around TCU. We know TCU has one of the best alumni bases in the world. And to just be around them, uh, get their knowledge of what it's like to be in that type of world, uh, what it's like to for their daily lifestyle, just those little things. I think it's an amazing opportunity. Uh, the next opportunity that I said earlier is me and the athletes. Uh, being on the basketball team, it takes up a lot of time, and, and it's a lot of responsibility just being in that aspect of NCAA college basketball. Uh, so being able to meet football players, uh, baseball players, all these other athletes uh, in this one place at these events that we attend to, it's amazing. Then I say like it's a for like the alumni we build a big like a good bond with everybody now like it's bigger than if we just going to say what's up at the game now we can go have dinners with them see their family play with their kids meet everybody in their family and just the opportunity is big I love I love that college basketball college sports came to that so it sounds like you know obviously people know the financial aspects of it right yeah. and, and that's always kind of going to be front and center but it sounds like with flying tea 
the relationships are equally as important. Mm -hmm. yeah, Jeff, do you want to talk to that a little bit? Sure, yeah. So I think, um, you know, the club's based upon, you know, our ultimate goal was to get um, our players uh, in front of our alumni. You know, we hope all of our players can eventually go and, and play football or baseball or basketball forever, but, you know, that's not always the case. And so, you know, our goal is is, is we want these guys to be successful for the rest of their lives. And so that's really the purpose of what we're doing here is getting everyone together, you know, it's it's four frogs by frogs. That's kind of our slogan for flying T. And so, um, you know, I, and I think uh, it's, it really gives the everyday fan the opportunity to get to know these guys better. I mean, we see you guys on TV having great basketball games, mm -hmm. and we wish we could get to hang out with you and have more fun. And so, you know, we really wanted to uh, have experiences, unique experiences, where we got everyone together and networked and became uh, friends. And, and you never know what's going to come out of uh, situations and events like that. So tell me more about the events specifically. What goes into planning those, and then what's kind of the expectation for someone who shows up to one of those events? Yeah, so a lot of work uh, goes into planning uh, these events, I will tell you. Uh, we have Todd helping us now, which has been super helpful, but up until that time, it's it's probably what differentiates the Flying T from any other NIL group. It's volunteer-led. So we say, you know, by frogs, for frogs. We're putting these events together and putting in a lot of uh, man hours just to make – something that's really unique and special that members can basically join the club and then they get to spend time getting to know these athletes and hearing some interesting tidbits and different pieces of information from not only the players, but the coaches. So it's really just a fun, unique thing that really a typical fan couldn't find anywhere else. So when you, when you talk about these events, cause you mentioned them too, again, uh, you know, the one that I was at rooftop of lot 12, uh, it was pretty fun. I saw you guys hanging out and playing a little bit of foosball. So I've got to know yeah. right out of the gate who is the best foosball player on the basketball team. Uh, we played two. It was me and Chuck against uh, Mike Miles and Michael Peavy. And me and Chuck are easily the best foosball players. <laughs> easily. I don't think anyone competes. But it's those little things, them little games that, that are at these events. Uh, when we think of these events, you think of formal, more strict, but it's cool having these little events to play with your team. Uh, you could play with donors. You could play with just anyone. Just have fun. Get to meet new people. Yeah, Eddie, for you, when you uh, show up at an event like that, you know, everybody, I think, across the country kind of fell in love with you during the tournament run, uh, especially in that Arizona game. Uh, but when you encounter people at these events now, what are those conversations like for you? Uh, really, just talk about last game. I love your energy. Everything they love, like who I am, just me being myself always. Yeah. That's like a big thing for me, just always being myself. And then I have a good relationship with my everybody at Flying T everywhere. So I've come, I fit in good. You know, one of the things that I've always heard from TCU coaches and athletes over the years of covering the program is the aspect of family. Mm -hmm. Just constantly coming back mm -hmm. up and coming back up and coming back up. Does it feel to you guys that – kind of like the NIL organizations are just a part of that growing family for TCU. Yeah, for sure. I say, yeah, that's a big part of family. Cause like, if you, if we would have been with him right now for this day, like a year, two years ago, they would be like, they paying us for this show. Mm -hmm. So now we can just do this and not even have to worry about nothing. So we building a good family. Yeah. yeah I agree. You think, you think that's, you know, yeah, I mean, you I talked think, about relationships already. Yeah. And I think, you know, um, I mean, quite honestly, I don't know how these guys do it. I mean, you know, Graduating from TCU and going to making your grades—I mean, that's that's just a full job in itself. But then having to go to practice every single day, and when do you have time to go make money and you know go and buy clothes or a car? And so 
you know, I've always kind of, you know, really never understood how these guys are able to pull it together and do all that stuff. And so, um, you know, they, they work hard and, and they deserve everything they get. And, um, I don't know, I think it's kind of cool to see all this stuff mm-hmm. and, and it's, uh, you know, and, and, and doing it the right way and, and, you know, all having a good time doing it, you know? So it's by frogs, by frogs for frogs. Mm-hmm. What can frogs do to get involved with flying tea? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, you can go to our website, which is uh, flyingteaclub.com. Uh, we have uh, several options on there. You can be a, a donor. We accept donations from a dollar all the way up to, you know, $250,000. Or you can get, you can join. And, there's three levels of membership you can join. There's a $1,000 membership, $2,500, and a $5,000 membership. That's annual? Yes. And what we recently did was we just added a function on there to where if you wanted to pay on a monthly basis to help you kind of with those dollar amounts, you have that option to do that as well. So, you know, our goal is to get as many people together as possible uh, and continue to grow this thing. You know, the more uh, membership we continue to get, the the more uh, student athletes that we can continue to bring on. I don't know if you noticed on social media last week, but we just added four of the women's uh, sand volleyball mm-hmm. uh, gals to the to the club as ambassadors are going for the national championship this week. So we're really excited for them. Hope everybody pulls good for luck them. To them. And, and yeah, good luck to them for sure. So Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Competing for national titles, kind of the dream. Yeah, right? yeah. And so to see see some folks at, at TCU doing that, mm-hmm. that's, that's really cool. And, and to be able to support them in this way yes. uh, is really neat as well. So, you know, I think one of the big um, – maybe stigmas or stereotypes around NIL is that you have to have deep pockets to be able to get involved. But it sounds like you guys have found uh, a different avenue for fundraising uh, that allows folks who, you know, maybe can't fork over fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 in a year can still contribute and participate sure. uh, and, and see a benefit Absolutely. from that. Yeah. And that's really where we want to, you know, NIL means a lot of different things. Basically there's opportunities connect companies to athletes. There's a lot of sponsorship opportunities. What we've really wanted to do all along is to be the place where the individual fan and donor can feel like they're doing something and, and, you know, to be a part of NIL. And we do that by creating these really unique experiences, but we have fans that have donated, you know, $25, like Jeff said, all the way up to really large amounts. And so being that one place where people can go and know that they're supporting these guys, that's, that's where we want to be. So I've got to ask you guys, because uh, a former competitor in the Big 12 just signed a massive NIL deal with Miami, Nigel mm-hmm. Pack, $400,000 a year for two years. When you see Nigel getting a contract like that, are you excited for him? Kind of what's going through your mind when you see yeah, guys I'm, getting contracts like yeah, that? Yeah, I'm excited for him. Yeah? I'm both excited and humble. Uh, excited that the fact that someone like him can make so so much money at such a young age, and I'm humble enough to know that I need to be in that position. Um I realize what he's done is setting this tone for for a lot of athletes across this country, and I think with our work ethic, we could get there right alongside him. Yeah, is that something that guys are talking about pretty frequently these days? Is you kind of see what everybody's everybody's making, and you're having those conversations, or really our team? We don't even be we just yeah. look at it, be like, all right, yeah, it's just another thing. Yeah, we don't be worrying about what other people getting. We worry about ourselves. Yeah, yeah, especially you know with you guys the way that you're situated right now, all five starters coming back for next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if well, I guess Damien's declared. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, he gets a good grade from the draft. But you're bringing a lot of guys back. Yeah, either way. And uh, so, what are your hopes and dreams for TCU basketball in the fall of 2022? Uh, win a national championship easily. 
that's the the biggest goal. That's the the only goal that we have in mind. Uh, with all the returning players, we went from one of the youngest teams in the Big 12 to now one of the oldest teams in the Big 12, and that's mm-hmm. scary, man. It's it's scary. It's scary for a lot of teams out there in this country. Uh, people talk about uh, competitive teams. Well, I think TCU basketball is a stone. Like we are the most competitive team in this country, and we show that on the biggest stage. March Madness uh, against the number one seed. And I think uh, looking forward to next year, all the home games are going to be exciting. We have the family base coming back. And we know we have the support of the world, not only the world, but TCU itself. And, and I think that's amazing. We all know Mike was filed. By the way. He was definitely filed. <laughs> he, I mean, he tweeted it the other day, right? He said he couldn't sleep. He was yeah. still thinking about it. Uh, so, you, you know, you talk about uh, the support of TCU. Um, talk about what it meant for you guys to see the students show up the way they did for you guys at home games this year? Uh, it was big. It was, it was real big because, like, beginning of the season, there was nobody in there. It was all it was. You could just see it. And then when everybody went home, it was like people, locals coming. It was like, all right. And then when they after we played that first Big 12 game, everybody started coming. It was just – it made us play harder. We was just trying to get used to it. We lost. I think we had lost one of the games at home. We were just so into the crowd because, like, we was like, we're not used to this. And we, like, playing, and we just love it. We love the crowd, the support, everybody. Yeah, I'll say a big shout-out to TCU Barstools, too. Mm -hmm. Dawson did a great job this year getting everybody to come show up. And Mm -hmm. Owen's Owen's stepping up next. And you can really see a big difference this year and the effort that those guys put together to get all the students together. Well, it's really funny that you mentioned TCU Barstool and Dawson because that's my episode six guest oh, from good. Talking Frogs. Good. So nice little That'd segue. a good conversation. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited and looking forward to talking to him. Uh, so I want to pull back and talk about uh, TCU generally in the NIL space just for a bit. So Jeff and Chess, when you see how TCU is positioned currently when it comes to name, image, and likeness compared to other schools in the state, other schools in the Big 12, how well is the university positioned right now from an NIL perspective? I think, you know what, <clears throat> I'll say, I think we're doing a, a really good job. Um, you know, I think there, there, there's obviously been a big rush, a big push in the last six to nine months to get something going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think, you know, the, the school's not necessarily doing it. I would say, though, but the involvement of the tissue community is really kind of the best way of saying that. I would say, um, you know, we, we feel like, We've, you know, we've, we've pushed and moved as fast as we could can to get this thing up and running. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, we've got over 120 members. Um, you know, we've, we've gotten over $2 million worth of commitments. And so, uh, you know, we've, we've done really well in, in getting all this going. And so, you know, I would say uh, there, there's, compared to other schools, I, I think we're a little ahead of people, to be quite honest. I've got friends from Baylor calling me and, and tech kind of figure out how we got going so fast. Um, you know, one of the uh, one of the positive things that we've done is, is you know, we started this off as a, a nonprofit organization, which mm-hmm. really helps things out. And uh, we have filed our paperwork to become a 501c3, okay. which, uh, which will benefit the members and people making the donations uh, and corporations that want to partner up with us. And so, um, so far, there's only been one university that was successful in getting that. Um, and so, we're right in line with with all the big universities and what they're trying to get done. And I feel like, uh, you know, we're being really aggressive and I'm satisfied with the uh, yeah. progress that we've made and can, we're going to continue to make, quite honestly. Yeah. So what's the, it, it sounds like things are going really well right now. Where's the, where's the growing edge? 
I'll tell you, we've got some exciting news that we're about to come okay. out with, I would say, in the next couple weeks. All right. Uh, we're going to have some... Um, can we know about it? You can tell us. No, first. We're, we're going to turn off the recording. Yeah. You might be, you might be modeling some. something. <laughs> huh? And so, anyways, we've got some exciting news. Uh, we, we, it's, it's, it hadn't been completely approved yet, but it's... Okay. It's it's coming and so yeah. um, which is going to be you'll uh, be the first to know. I yeah. can't wait. Well, yeah. Yeah. let them be the first to know. I'm yeah. fine with being okay. the second. That's yeah, but I'm fine with Dawson. You can't know. Dawson can't know. Yeah. Dawson can't know. Okay. Barstool's always know too. He can't yeah. know. No, there's we yeah, first. some <laughs> really first. exciting stuff uh, around the corner. And then I I think there are a lot of people that will come on board as soon as we get some of this the 501c3 stuff in place. And I think the floodgates will will open further. Um, we've seen just I mean just interest and excitement from ordinary fans that maybe don't even have season tickets necessarily or don't certainly donate to the athletic department but are jumping all over this stuff because they like to have the access directly to the athletes and feel like this is something really special that we're creating. So that's been pretty exciting. So it sounds, though, you know, like all of these events that are happening in DFW, what's happening for folks who want to get involved with Flying T that maybe live out of state? It's a great question. So really, the, the way we've structured this is we have four events a year okay. with one annual party. Our annual party is going to be uh, August 24th at Joe T's, Correct. right? So that <clears throat> we're trying to have an event that kind of gives everybody time to get organized to come in. The good, th- mm-hmm. good news is, is North Texas is centrally located. We've got a very large airport, yeah. so it allows people to get in and out. So we're hoping by having an event that several months out will give people time to uh, get in town for that. You know, one of the uh, goals of partnering up with Frogs today was is we could come and do these, yeah. which will allow us to get information to our members because mm-hmm. they can't be here getting to meet these guys at the uh, event. So that was one of the strategies that we put in place to, to help members that are out of state. Absolutely. Yeah. Right on. And we have people donating that certainly are not in this area, but they just want to show support. Yeah. So that's been very helpful. Support's crazy. Appreciate yeah. Them. Yeah. You feel Appreciate like the support's them. been really good so far? Yeah, it's been amazing. I mean, uh, you've been to the event. What did you think? I thought it was awesome. I thought it was great. My wife had a great time. She was yeah. talking to everybody. I think mm. she came up to Emmanuel, was asking him to come read books for her kindergartners can't at school. Wait. And, I can't uh, wait. He's gracious Love enough it. to commit to that. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think the events are really fun because you have an opportunity, even just, you know, as a casual TCU fan, not only to meet the athletes, which is a great benefit, but to just make some connections with the larger TCU community. Uh, you know, like you're going back to what you were saying, Jeff, about those building those relationships within the in the community and, and becoming stronger just as a, as a family, uh, to use that word again. Uh, I think it's a really fun opportunity, yeah. right? Awesome. There many TCU alumni. I know. Yeah. Well, you know, we're, uh, I'm proud to announce that, uh, Todd Wright, who's running our day-to-day operations came up with a great idea. Uh, June 15th, we are going to have a, a, another event at, uh, Joe T's. Okay. And what we're going to be doing is, is we're going to be taking, uh, TCU's current athletes, and we're going to be having um, our uh, Block Letterman, T yeah. Letterman uh, Association uh, ex players. We're going to be getting everyone together to where we actually have a Flying T kind of alumni, current, past players oh, coming awesome. together. Because these, because I think uh, you know, I think a lot of these past players can give great advice to you guys as far as you know, wrapping up your career, making sure you're studying, um, <laughs> and and you know, life after sports, right? Yeah. So. You know, we're trying to do stuff just besides uh, – we're, we're trying very hard to bring the whole TCU community together. We know if we can do that, it's all going to turn out good. Last question for you guys. Desmond Bain, Memphis Grizzlies, playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. How fun has it been to watch a former TCU athlete just excelling at this level in the NBA? 
uh, uh, Desmond Baines talked a lot uh, amongst this program. Uh, Coach Dixon loves him. Uh, the whole coaching staff loves him, and we look not look up to him, but we view him as one of uh, the role models that set the tone for TCU basketball. Uh, he came in for four years and played his heart out, and that's what he's doing on the biggest stage in the in the finals. And I think to see that uh, from our eyes, from his perspective, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, like I said the same thing. Like it's crazy because like me and him got a good relationship, so like. Beginning, uh, I think I said like the middle of the season when I was playing, I was doing good. He was tasting me. He was like, "You doing good? Keep doing being yourself." And it's like, wow, he playing in the NBA, killing, but he telling me I'm doing good, so that I was like show some. So like, I'm very proud of him. I hope they can. That's who I'm going for in the yeah in the NBA right now. So I mean, it's cool that a, that a guy who's had that much success early on still takes the time to to be a part of this community. Yeah, yeah. And I think I, did I see you on the sidelines of the Mavericks game the other day? Yeah, you did. <laughs> okay. All right. What was that like? It was, seeing, seeing it those was guys crazy. Compete. Cause like, uh, Jared Butler, I talked to a lot of like, a couple of the players came and talked to me cause I, I know a lot of people in the NBA. So like, mm-hmm. I talked to a couple so like, it was like, dang. Yeah. They about to play in the like NBA playoff game. I ain't never, that was my first ever playoff game. Oh really? And like Mark Cuban came and shook our hand and everything it was crazy. I ain't never, I didn't even know uh, he's an owner, right? Mark Cuban. Mm-hmm. He on the sideline with him during the game, like yeah. standing up, they dunking, <laughs> he jumping up. Like it was crazy. Yeah, Mark Cuban's known for that kind of thing. It, <laughs> yeah. If you Google him, you might find a picture of him working at Dairy Queen, paying off a fine too at one Damn, point. I but, do yeah. remember that. Uh, guys, I just want to say, oh, you I was got one say more thing. One yeah, final go for thing it. Too, and I think Jeff would agree with me. The school must be doing a great job with these with these young student athletes because they're super impressive. Everyone, every single one of them we've met, we've just been blown away. And I know how I was at that age, and there's no way I can conduct myself in such a way that you guys do, just in in building these relationships and just how you you treat everybody. It's been very very impressive. So I, I just that had to be said. Of really. course, yeah. thank you. Of course, yeah. guys. Thanks for coming on well, the podcast. I really you. do appreciate yeah. it, folks. If you want to know more about the Flying Tea Club, you can go to flyingteaclub.com. That's right. That's, That's right. right. You can uh, sign up for a monthly membership or an annual membership, or if you want to talk to Chess and Jeff about giving a larger donation, you can do that too. I know y'all want to see me. Yeah, you <laughs> want to come to the events and see Eddie and Eman and all the football and basketball players and baseball players and now beach volleyball players That's as right. well that have signed on More as ambassadors. Yeah. More to come. More to come. They've got a couple big announcements coming in the next couple of weeks, so you're going to want to pay attention to that. And as always, you're going to want to visit frogstoday.com for all the latest in TCU athletics right now. Sign up for just a dollar. You don't want to miss out on that. Come hang out with me in the Lizard Lounge. We'll get all the scoops and rumors going together. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to another episode of Talking Frogs, or if you watched on the YouTube channel, listened on Spotify or wherever you can get your podcasts. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am your host, Jamie Plunkett. This has been Talking Frogs Podcast, and we'll see you again next week. Go Frogs. Go Frogs. Go Frogs. Go Frogs.